Everybody, it's Friday. Can you say amen to that? And we're back with another episode of Kingdom Speak. This week, we're going to talk about the rest. Welcome to Kingdom Speak with Pastor Daniel McKillop. It's not cool to whistle anymore. What we won't do. We won't do. What we won't do. How was your week, everyone? How was your week? Mine was great. Uh, it's about to be better. We're into the premium zone of Kingdom Speak. This week on the podcast, we have Paul Harvey. <laughs> Does anyone know who Paul Harvey is? <laughs> ah, easy. <clears throat> the rest <laughs> of the story. <laughs> right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Is this the official, you know, for years we went with... Uh, Every release of a Samsung phone was going to be an iPhone killer. killer. iPhone killer. iPhone killer. Is this show going to be the Paul Harvey (laughs) show (laughs) killer? (laughs) Does he still do a show? I don't think. He's probably dead. I haven't even looked at (laughs) it. I don't know. We could have done this in show. Let us know, producer. Is he dead? Uh, How old is Paul Harvey? Search the internet for that. While you're doing that, when an episode... uh, 90. He's 90 years 90. old. And and alive? Still? Uh, he died. Oh. oh. Mini. Hey, he's resting. He died. <laughs> <laughs> Rest mm. in peace. That was another one of the bad jokes we talked Can we about. Have, We've talked about this. I was going to say, Stop. we need a follow-up to the private conversation uh. we had last week. <clears throat> All right, I'm going to keep trying. In fact, Brother Urshan would be in my corner with... Oh, uh, you guys are the worst at jokes. Pretty good preachers, but the, <laughs> the comedians, you know, once you're done with the preaching thing, you might want to stay out of the comedy. You might want to try Brother something Brother Urshan, you just get drug into this. Well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's well, going for it. That escalated quickly. Uh, we have to inform one of our listeners who left us a review and asked us a question that I need to ask you both. Um uh-oh. So the review goes like this. One of the best. Five stars on Apple Podcasts. It says this. I'm not going to lie. Well, that's good. That's a good place that's to start. I didn't that's know good. this podcast existed oh. until I was introduced through Biblos during the live episode in March. Oh. It has quickly become one of my most looked forward to podcasts every week. I do feel like I missed out on a lot. There are some things y'all call back that I don't know what it was about. That's a, what that's a fair point. What would you say are your must-listen-to episodes oh. from seasons one up until three? Also, I'm confused. Are you losing the previous theme song? Please keep the previous theme around oh. somehow. <laughs> I can't be alone in thinking. That was just a great, memorable, catchy is, hate to see it go away. Is that is that really Bill? Nope. This oh. is <clears throat> Ben Hur Don Hat. Ben Hur. Apple Podcasts. Okay. And we will say amen to Ben Hur. And then we will get into this question. Can I get an amen? Amen. amen? Can I get a hallelujah? Hallelujah. So must listen episodes from the first two seasons. Yeah. What do you guys think? Give me um, give me two each. Give me two. Uh, I'm going number one. Obviously, Gone Fishing would be my number one. Thank you. That's not season one. 
Or season, or season two. You don't two. even know which season it is. So. It's not even order, fishing order, season. Order, <laughs> Mr. Speaker. <laughs> one more, please. What's your other one? I can't think of any more. Oh. I'm, <laughs> oh. I'm going. I'm going with the gone fishing twice. Oh. Gone fishing and gone fishing. Okay, yeah. no, what's yours? Oh. <laughs> Let's hear yours. Are you serious? Yes, right now? I'm going gone fishing twice. Oh, back to back. Mm-mm-mm. <sighs> what would you say? Well, it's awkward for me season to say. Season one or two. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not awkward at all. What do you think? I, I think uh, season one, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be able to restrict it to one. I think Brother Townley's stuff on evangelism mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. epic. Mm-hmm. And I think Brother Ballesteros. Yeah. Um, Good answers. Episodes on, uh, what what were they? Tra- Stories, Stories from, from the, the road. road. Stories, Stories from the road. Stories from the road. We're going to get porch. him back. But do you know what? See, see I'm not I'm not sure where season one and season two I think overlap. I think Ballesteros season two and I think radical evangelism is what we called the townly stuff. Table manners by oh, man. Bishop oh. Tipton. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The uh Godhead stuff by Bishop <sighs> Odin. Church transition, Raymond Woodward. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of good content out there. Man. Gone Fishing, Gone Season fishing. 2. The Justification Sanctification Series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you were listening. Yeah. You were sitting over there listening. The whole I have time. to pretend like I was listening. Wow. Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff out there. So thank you for uh, joining us, Ben-Hur. Um, Ben-Hur. <laughs> you know, we're, it's noted that you are a Biblos listener, but we will accept you into the fold. Oh, for sure we will. I mean, look, everybody can look seems back. How, no. Seems how it's down to a competition between me and, and Pastor Urshan about mm-hmm. who pastors the world. <laughs> we are looking for the most in our church. Yep. So and, just and, move over here. And just take it from a fellow podcaster that we all have regrets that, that we have in our lives. And if you look back and say, you know what, I watched a lot of Biblos in my life. Well, you know, there's a chance to move on from that and mm. move on to something better. <laughs> you, you can overcome that regret. <laughs> With the rest of my life. <laughs> Starts on every Friday. Just yeah. putting that behind you. Hey, you know, uh, mm. hit Brother Urson's brother, here's a shameless drop. Uh, Joel Urson started a podcast. What? Say what? Yeah. I don't know that. What do you guys even do with your life? Do you um, listen to podcasts? No, I create content. Oh. What the one episode say? you guys created. <laughs> the one. One. Oh, well, the follow-up. Is that a challenge for us yeah. to make another episode? Yeah. Is that what that is? How many want a follow-up? What's the, he say? The Fruitful Vine. The Fruitful Vine by Joel Urshan. Apple the Podcast. The Fruitful Vine. Check it out. Check it out, everybody. Yeah. Those Urshans are yeah. pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, so, man, this is... Uh, Friday, we have premium content lined up. What more could we ask for? Man. Uh, let's talk about neckties real quick. Okay. <clears throat> Do you want me to start? Yeah, why don't you tell us how well, important you, it is to wear a necktie? The, take the lead. I currently am wearing the Invisi tie. <laughs> it's, Invisi. it's one of my own patents. Mm-hmm. Um, I usually just really? go for more of a stylish button mm-hmm. and just skip the necktie altogether. Just I feel is that, freer. Is that, is that a single knot? Yeah, yeah. It depends. Depends on how I'm feeling. If it's single or double. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think I think out of the three of us, for sure, my tie is the nicest today. Oh, I, yeah. I would say. So 
the Thai guys, we talked about this a few weeks ago that they had yeah. given us some neckties to give away. And uh, we've just neglected doing it. So if you're the Thai guys and you're listening, we haven't forgotten about you. And in fact, if you check our social media, uh, we are in the process of giving those away. So what we're asking you to do is to show us your ugliest tie. Oh. Yeah, I thought that would be good. So what, how do I do that? I upload a picture. Yeah, so just you're take on... a selfie right now. Oh! <laughs> and post it. <laughs> <laughs> now that's funny. See? Do you see that? That's funny right I there. don't get that. Oh. Wow. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> you <laughs> could do that. <laughs> you what? Uh, you could uh, show us how. You could uh, demonstrate right now. Uh, <laughs> Circa 2002. <clears throat> Boy, it's quiet in here. That's a big knot. <laughs> By Stephen, <clears throat> Stephen Land. <clears throat> so, anyway, the original tie guy. After the. <laughs> After we get out of these personal attacks, we'll move on and tell you about our giveaway, which is show us your ugliest tie. You know, obviously you're going to have to wear the tie to church and snap a quick selfie. If you don't want to put a selfie of yourself, that's fine, but at least show us your necktie. And uh, we will pick the ugliest one. And and we will tag tag us and the tie guys on social media. And uh, if we think your tie is ugly enough, we'll give you the three ties so from the tie guy. We are going to award the yeah. ugliest yeah. tie. Yeah. So who gets to pick that? Us. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> By okay. consensus, of course. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I can see that Eeyore and I are going to be on the opposite <laughs> page. Boys, you know what? I'm beginning. It, it is feeling warmer in here all of a yes. sudden. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's warming so I up. That, mm. I think that'll be cool. I'm excited to see what our listeners have for ugly ties out there. And uh, if you go to church this Sunday and you'd be like, whoa. What do you mean if? Mm-hmm. <laughs> when you go to church? Mm-hmm. No, but well. if you go to church and see the ugly tie oh. sitting beside you, you're like, bro, where'd you get that tie? And this guy will be like, man, I'm trying to compete for the King to Speak giveaway. Haven't you heard? Right? Yeah. Okay. That's cool. So they tag us, tag, tag them. Tag us, tag the tie guys. And then we, wh- how, how long does this go on? Yeah, we'll do it a week. Yeah, we don't, we don't want this a to get A Friday to a Friday? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So next episode, uh, maybe we'll go live somewhere around there and uh, show you the ugliest tie, of course, and then give away. We have the other three ties in our office ready to go, ready to send out, all boxed up, ready to go. We might throw some Kingdom Speak merch in there. Why not? Do we even have Kingdom Speak merch? Oh, yes. Yeah, somewhere. <clears throat> Somewhere mm-hmm. out there. Well, that's interesting. Maybe yeah. we could throw in a Kingdom Speak tie into the mix. So we have four ties in there. We could we could arrange that. We could level that up. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. So where are we going this week? Where, have we wasted our 15 minutes where yet? Where are we going? <laughs> oh, we're 10 minutes in. Okay. The people who like banter are really going to love this episode. <laughs> it's more like slaughter, not banter. <laughs> and the, the three people on... Yes. Blown assault. Yeah, today's episode is full-bore uh, apostolic authority. <laughs> Man. And the three people on Spotify who right. have reached out to us. Remember we said... Yep. Yes. If the dogs will bark, yes. and they did. Yes. And we've heard from uh, Bumper Music Dude. Bumper Music Dude. Yeah, we, he oh, changed Oh, Bill. Yeah, Bumper Music Bill. Brother Bill. And we have heard from Pastor Nathan Forrest. Pastor Forrest. Yes. Yeah. 
So I think that's the is two there, people. Is there a third? Well, I think he listens on two devices. Oh! <laughs> Him and his wife. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Spot on. My, my, my. And here, they're Harry getting... and uh, his bride, they're canceling on Spotify. Yeah, underwhelming. I will say that we have not been canceled by Spotify. Yeah. Just Our contract is still... But did you notice she, she done an... Ep, uh, She's, she's approaching what a one-year anniversary, and she's put out I think eleven episodes. Like, how did she pull that off? Poor her. It's it's a tough job, isn't it? Mm. Really tough. Wow. Yeah. Yep. She has a tough life. Let's say it. All right. Let's jump in. Isaiah forty-four. Isaiah forty-four. ESV for all the people on the balcony. Verse 13 says, The carpenter stretches a line. He marks it out with a pencil. He shapes it with planes and marks it with a compass. He shapes it into the figure of a man with the beauty of a man to dwell in a house. He cuts down cedars, or he chooses a cypress tree or an oak, and lets it grow strong among the trees of the forest. He plants a cedar, and the rain nourishes it. He plants a cedar, and the rain nourishes it. Mm-hmm. Notice this next phrase. Then it becomes fuel for a man. Hmm. He takes a part of it and warms himself. So he takes a part of it and he warms himself. Mm -hmm. He kindles a fire and bakes bread. Okay, none of those things are wrong. That's good. Also, then he he just throws in this. (laughs) Also, he makes a god and worships it. Not such a good idea. He makes it an idol and falls down before it. Hmm. Half of it, he burns in the fire. Half, he mm-hmm. burns in the fire. Over the half, he eats meat, he roasts it, and is satisfied. Also, he warms himself and says, Aha, I am warm, I've seen the fire. And the rest of it, he makes into a god, his idol, and falls down to it and worships. He prays to it and says, Deliver me, for you are my god. Mm. The rest of it. So he takes half of it, 50% of it, mm-hmm. And utilizes it for uh, notable, for life, justifiable mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. reasons. In fact, he 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 calls it fuel mm-hmm. for a man. Mm-hmm. Fuel for a man. So that portion is not the problem. It's what he does with the rest of it hmm. that is mm-hmm. problematic. Fifty percent mm-hmm. is for honorable, redeemable. Arguably, uh, for him accomplishing the responsibility mm-hmm. of being the man of the house, right? So he needed to do it, right? right? Mm-hmm. It was his obligation <clears throat> to do it. Mm-hmm. So the context of Isaiah's um, writings here is the entire chapter of Isaiah forty-four is dealing kind of specifically on the chin, so to speak, Mm -hmm. over idolatry. All right. Okay? So if you go back up to the opening salvo of -hmm. chapter 44, Mm -hmm. you will read some interesting input on Mm -hmm. idolatry. Okay? Mm -hmm. And I want you to notice as we read these first couple of verses with what we just read in mind Mm -hmm. that... Isaiah is establishing 
an order of hierarchy here. So go, go ahead and read. 44. Uh, one. Yeah. But now hear, O Jacob, my servant, Israel, whom I have chosen, thus says. So he wants Jacob, my servant. <clears throat> mm-hmm. That means I'm the boss. Right. Okay. Yep. Whom I chose. Mm-hmm. Thus for, says the Lord, mm-hmm. who made you. I made you. Who formed you from the womb. I formed you from the womb. And will help you. And I will help you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Continue. Fear not. Fear not, O Jacob, my servant. Jeshurun, whom I have chosen. Whom I have chosen. Now, mm-hmm. he goes on, and, and, he, and he reiterates this. And, and I mean, he's bearing down on this concept that God's the boss. Now, now, right. God is a very jealous God. Mm-hmm. He really is an exclusionist of sorts. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. he does not play well with other junior deities. Mm-hmm. That's right. Okay. Um, and he is wanting the children of Israel through their prophet to understand that I call the shots, mm-hmm. you're the servant, mm-hmm. and he lists specifically four things. Mm-hmm. I chose you, mm-hmm. I made you, I, I formed, formed you, you mm-hmm. and then the last one is I will help you. Mm-hmm. Okay? So all of those are... are uh, I was trying to think of a way to invent a, a theological term here, but they are God-centered, okay? Right. They, they all right. emanate from deity. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting at the epicenter of everything created. Mm-hmm. That's right. And I chose you, I made you, I formed you, and I will help you. Sure. Okay? That's right. You had nothing to do with it. In fact, you read things. I believe Job is one of the ones that goes, I, I curse the day mm-hmm. that right. I was made. Mm-hmm. Why didn't I just be carried from my mother's womb to the mm-hmm. grave? Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. Why? Because the reality is, Job, you don't have a say in the matter. That's right. He didn't pick it. Right. right. Which, which, from a societal standpoint, is why... Biblically speaking, abortion is such a heinous mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. act. Okay, mm-hmm. we have no business in managing the womb. Mm-hmm. It is God who chose, made, formed, and now that you're here, wow. Job and everybody else, I will help you. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so these are not insignificant little uh, sideshows and mm-hmm. and opening um, proclamations. What he is actually saying here is 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 beyond the surface, I'm revealing the hierarchy of order mm, and right. spiritual authority. Mm-hmm. I'm at the top and you're not. Mm-hmm. Okay? I was first. That's really what he's saying. You're the servant. Yep. I was first. You were intentional Mm -hmm. because I chose you. Mm -hmm. You're not a mistake. That's right. You're not an accident. You're not a happenstance. I carefully 
selected you. You exist because of me, mm-hmm. and you will continue to exist because True. of me. True. I will help you. True. So if the God who created me doesn't help me, then I cease to exist. So then I was chosen, formed, and created. But if he doesn't continue to help me, I just, I implode. That's right. We're continually reliant. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We rely on him, mm-hmm. not just in creation, but in, 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 in sustenance. He mm-hmm. keeps us alive. Now unto him who is able to keep, you. keep mm-hmm. me yeah. from falling. Okay? So God is not just the starter. He's the finisher. He's the author and the finisher. Mm-hmm. He's the first and the last. Okay? So in our relationship with God, the closer that we get to him, mm-hmm. we need to understand that we are not him. And 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 this is oh man. This is a this is a temptation that was sown from the beginning. Mm-hmm. This is what upended Eve's pursuit. Mm-hmm. Again, a mm-hmm. a shallow surface view would say, What's wrong with a man wanting to be like God? What, what if you eat of this fruit, you will be like God. Mm -hmm. So there is the pursuit to be like God, and that's a noble pursuit. But we have got to be careful to underscore that in our our quest to be God-like, we never become confused with being equal with God. Mm -hmm. Like God, yes. Equal with God, Never. Well, and can we not make gods? That's okay, but I think that's what I think that's the that's the definition of that's that. That's the natural yeah. uh end of what that yeah that that line of thinking is. Because exactly. we're made in the image of God, which in its own right includes creative power. Right. Who was it that just said here a minute ago? I don't listen to content. I create yep. content. Somebody mm-hmm. said that mm-hmm. a minute ago. What are you doing? You're creating. That right. is a God-like yep. tendency. Right. Okay. Yep. And 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 if we all so then we take that and translate that into yeah. create idols. Yes, <laughs> I think Romans one mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. absolutely mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. paints the horrific picture on the canvas of a life that becomes unhinged, divorced from the creator, yeah. and the created begins forming and fashioning Man. that which was created in the image of God after his own mm-hmm. image. Okay? We kind of tapped into this, and we had... Um, you know what? Never thought of this, but let's throw this in here. I had someone chime in on YouTube, so let me speak to that right now, mm-hmm. about... Um, the uh, a lot of our apostolic ladies struggling with the uh, the perception that society has. Mm-hmm. Okay, society has either made them if you're not some uh, sensual figure, mm-hmm. then you're you're worth nothing. So if you don't fit a stereotypical mold, mm. your vessel is worthless. Mm-hmm. So society that has become idolistic in its nature, right, 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 is trying to fashion what beauty is all about. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And people derive yeah. from beauty worth. Sadly. Exactly. Exactly. When, right. when really those are separate, separate entities. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I think it's very important that our young ladies know what what the source of beauty is. He beautifies the meek mm-hmm. with salvation. Mm-hmm. Holiness is not ugly. Holiness is beautiful. Mm-hmm. So we don't need to get our hands involved with the fashioning of the vessel right. after what we deem it necessary to look like. Right? The that's creative, that's yeah, the creative good. unction and even ability that we have, um, we, we, we can literally fashion things oh. after our perception. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. And I think we have to be very careful with that. And you know what's unique? I'm just thinking about this, uh, the producer and I, uh, a couple of years ago now, believe it or not, it's been a couple of years, we were uh, had the privilege of touring the Louvre. And to see the different uh, generations of art, yeah, that changes over time, what yeah. civilization sure idolizes. It sure it does. Right? What What is, even think in terms of modern fashion and what we... For sure make as a god yeah. is not what was 100 years ago. No. Right? It, it changes rapidly what we have that pinnacle of, you know. Well, it, <laughs> but because it's not anchored to anything eternal. No. Right? Exactly right. It is, it's rooted in something that is progressive, something that is always <laughs> mm-hmm. evolving, right. mm-hmm. changing, mm-hmm. and and it's problematic. Mm-hmm. And I was just sitting here looking because at you. Because we're not God. And I was sitting here looking at you. Yeah. And, you know, even people with, like, baldness and stuff, they were, their status was elevated. My goodness. I can't what? believe you I went cue, there. I didn't cue say Cue the bears. I can't believe you went I, there. Cue the bears. <laughs> I You're didn't n- say you, anything. You are nasty. What? I didn't, I didn't oh. say anything. Oh, yeah. Says, says the tide ditcher. <laughs> <laughs> what? I didn't. No, him. I didn't say you. Do you him. know what? I agree. You did not say anything. That, that's, right. that's right. I, I yeah, didn't accuse I anyone of anything. I, I made an observation. This is back. Listen, God this made is, me this way. Listen, Big this bellies. is back into throwing the rock. Well, thank you for that. <clears throat> and we heard a bark. <laughs> <laughs> Move, dog. <laughs> I was going to say it. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> you have to DM us if you want, want to know the rest of that story. <clears throat> but no, you're right. It's... We can become so pursuant to change the form yeah. of what God formed. Exactly. That's right. right. Well, we worship the form. We we do, which gets us back to that vessel gets, valuation. Gets you out of the right. Gets you out of the sequence. That's right. So, mm-hmm. um, it it is possible to be valuable, useful to the kingdom mm-hmm. of God, mm-hmm. and not fit the stereotypical Very societal well mold Very well of said. formation. Right. Right. All right. Mm-hmm. In fact, I would I would I would venture to say that in this day of confusion. Mm-hmm. Where where mutilation is happening, mm-hmm. and people are trying to live out fantasies of their own. Mm-hmm. That that even that yeah. typical mold mm-hmm. of what society has always deemed as successful and what mm-hmm. is attractive and what is sensual and what is appealing is changing. Mm-hmm. And we don't want to go down right. that dark hole. Right. We just need to be 
what God wanted us to be, mm-hmm. who he right. created us to be, right. and never forget mm-hmm. the hierarchy of this is that God is at the top. Mm-hmm. He is first. He formed He us. chose you. Mm-hmm. He made you. Mm-hmm. He formed you, and he will help you. Mm-hmm. He was intentional. You exist because of him, and you will continue to exist because right. of him. That's right. Okay? And he is undoubtedly, mm-hmm. undoubtedly, a very self-centered God. Very much so. He's very jealous. A very jealous God, yeah. Okay? He will kick every other God out of the proverbial <laughs> sandbox. Yep, beside him. Take your toys and get. Mm. Okay? Mm-hmm. So notice notice the terminology. Isaiah is hammering this mm-hmm. home, okay? God is at the pinnacle. We are not. And then he says in verse 6, Thus says the Lord. Would you mind changing the camera? The king of Israel. <laughs> yeah, thanks for stepping in. Oh. Thanks for stepping in. He's, he's already lagging. Bro, you pushed it too far with the tie thing. Yeah. That's too far. Okay. Boys. One man said, I'm a counterpuncher. <laughs> <laughs> just every time, it's going to go. <laughs> <laughs> Thus says the Lord, the king of Israel. <laughs> And his Redeemer, the Lord uh, of hosts. I am the first. So notice this. Mm-hmm. He has no problem coming right out of the gates and goes, I am the first. Mm-hmm. And I'm the last. Oh, and I'm the last. Beside me, and there is no beside God. beside me, there is no God. Mm-hmm. Who is like me? And yeah. Let him proclaim it. Let him declare and set it before me. I want to read it in another translation. Who mm-hmm. as I shall call and shall declare it and set in order for me. Hmm. Okay. Can you read the next phrase there? Since I appointed an ancient people. Okay. Since I appointed the ancient people. So now I want you to notice this. He's talking to a Jewish people who are very traditional. Yep. True. Who are very obsessed with who their forefathers mm-hmm. are. Oh, man. If you can't, if you can't chase the the Jewish lineage all the way back to the ancient yep. mm-hmm. people, yep. then you are not one of us. Yep. Mm-hmm. And he says to them, oh, you're going to go back there and cite one mm-hmm. of the ancient folks mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. as your cornerstone or mm-hmm. reference. Mm-hmm. I want you to know, before the ancient people, it was me. Yep. Mm-hmm. I appointed the ancient people. Mm-hmm. Then he goes the other way. Let them declare what is to come. Now. And what will happen. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. So in other words... I was before the ancient people, mm-hmm. and then let's talk about what is to come. And I'm out there too. You haven't even caught up. So when you get into your tomorrow, mm-hmm. and if Brother Alviar is listening, this happened numerous times at Power Conference because he was quoting Vice President Kamala Harrison. Mm-hmm. Harris. Mm-hmm. Harris. Harris. When your tomorrow becomes today, okay, that's how he would mm-hmm. say it, I'm already there. Mm-hmm. God is already there. So if you are wondering the scope of this God, this is Mm -hmm. what Isaiah is getting across. Mm -hmm. I was first, I chose, I formed, I made, I will help, I will sustain you. 
And then the ancient people, guess what? I'd done the same thing for them. I mm. picked them, mm. I formed them, I mm -hmm. made them, I sustained them, mm -hmm. I helped them. They existed because of me as long as they existed. Mm -hmm. And then when they expired, I kept existing. Mm -hmm. okay? Both ways, both ways. Both right? ways. Yep. And then when, when the people that are coming down the line after you and you've expired, I, they will mm -hmm. come into existence because I chose them, I made them, I formed them. Mm -hmm. You get it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Then he says, because of this in verse 8, mm -hmm. fear not, nor don't be afraid. Be afraid. Right. Have I not told you yeah. from of old and declared it? And you are my witnesses. Yes. Is there a God besides me? There is no rock. I know not any. Is there a God beside me? Now, he, he, is, he is rhetorically throwing out this question that he already answered in verse 6 when he said, beside me, there is no God. Mm-hmm. It is impossible for me to talk about this without bringing into the narrative the story of the Philistines capturing mm. the ark of God from the people of Israel. Mm -hmm. Okay? Mm -hmm. So they capture the ark and they take it into the temple of Dagon and they set it beside, mm -hmm. keyword, Beside mm -hmm. Dagon. Now, when 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 Isaiah and he and this is this is referred to by numerous anointed prophets of old, but I do not just believe he was talking a geographical location of beside. Okay. So, uh, you know, if he would have been in front of Dagon, it wouldn't have been a problem, or behind. Mm -hmm. sure. But it was because he was it was because he was beside. I mean, linguistically, that's that's great. Mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. You can make a semantical argument, I suppose, for that. But really when he's saying beside, he is promoting equality. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Yep. So there is no God beside me. God never looks laterally and sees anybody. Well, no, let's go back to last week. He went down to see the tower. Yes. <laughs> and yes. those guys were trying really exactly. hard. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So when he looks out, There's he no... does not see Dagon. No. Okay, no. so but in the mind of the people, mm -hmm. they had the God of Israel and Dagon on equal footing. And so hmm. God said, me and this box are going to knock that dude over. <laughs> Boom. They come mm -hmm. in the next morning and he's knocked over. They prop him back up. I, I, I'm so glad that I don't serve a God that I have to prop up. Oh, whoa. Listen to that. That's the wrong button. <laughs> oh, man. I might as well just let it go. Kingdom speak. This is the Dagon Zone. <laughs> man. There we go. Where we fall face first. In pieces. Nice. And just like that, Dagon fell. Yeah. I don't want to serve a God that I have to prop up. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. God props me up, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So they come set him back up. And Charles, let's try this again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, let's, it's a fool's errand, but let's do it twice. Oh, my goodness. And this time, which at, at some point we can do a holiness series on this, and I'm, I'm not going to talk anymore about that because there's all kinds of stuff in here, but the hands and, 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 and head of the man are broken off from the body of the fish, mm -hmm. and he, he, he's, he's on the threshold mm -hmm. trying to get out. Hmm. The bottom line being is you don't put anything on equal with God. 
Mm-hmm. He disrupts right. anything that is ascribed equality with him. Mm-hmm. And that is really what idolatry is. We know literally that nothing is equal with God. But from a perception, we can give things equality with God. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, can we mm-hmm. ever? Mm-hmm. Can right? we ever? So God is never threatened by that. But in our perception, he then goes, ooh, that means too much to you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to knock that over. Well, and you can say, you can say... Sorry, our folks on Spotify didn't see that. <laughs> you can say, oh, I'm not idolatrous. Yeah. Right? Or I don't yeah. worship any false gods. Right. Oof. <clears throat> when you start looking at your own life by those terms and what we elevate in our own lives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think it can sneak up on any of us. Oh, I think you it can it. sneak up on any of us. You know it. You know it. Jump to verse number nine. All who fashion idols are nothing, and the things they delight in do not profit. Their witnesses neither see. All. Now, I, I want you to notice that mm-hmm. those, don't just read through that too quickly, those mm-hmm. that take the God-like portion of their being because mm-hmm. they are created in the image of God and they use it to fashion mm-hmm. and form graven images mm-hmm. are vain mm-hmm. they're vain and their delectable things will not profit right their witnesses neither see nor know that they may be put to shame that they may be put to shame okay mm-hmm. Verse 10. Who fashions a god or casts an idol that is profitable for nothing? Okay. Behold, all his companions shall be put to shame. You notice the repeated reference to shame? Yeah. Yeah, he repeats it a few times here. Mm -hmm. And the craftsmen are only human. Let them all assemble. Let them stand forth. They shall be terrified. They shall be put to shame together. (laughs) The ironsmith takes a cutting tool and works it over the coals. He fashions it with hammers and works it with his strong arm. He becomes hungry and his strength fails. He drinks no water and is faint. Keep going. So, no, that, 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 that's enough. There's plenty to unpack mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. The idea there is that when a man mm-hmm. takes what is created and begins to fashion it, form it, shape it, and then ascribe equality to God... Mm-hmm. Okay, it's God who made the man that's doing the forming. It's God that made the material that's being formed. Yes. Okay. Yep. All of this exists. Without him does not anything exist right. mm-hmm. that that, that mm-hmm. was created. Mm-hmm. But because we have that godlike tendency and we begin fashioning, he said, it's vain, it's vanity. It never profits anything. <laughs> He creates something that that knows nothing, sees nothing, mm-hmm. and after he has exhausted his mm-hmm. emotions and exhausted his perception mm-hmm. and his efforts and his strength has waned, he's hungry and he's thirsty and he's tired and he's got a God that still sees nothing, hears nothing, knows nothing, and he's ashamed. Hmm. And everybody that helped him is ashamed. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. There is 
and 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 this this is a statement that this is a statement that I think encapsulates what idolatry really is. Right? Idolatry is the construed concept of the created creating their creator. Hmm. Let me get the right button this time. Wow. I'm going to say it again. Idolatry is the mm-hmm. construed concept of the created creating their creator, forming him. He formed us. It's totally backwards. It is completely mm-hmm. upside down mm-hmm. for the created to form the creator. How can the thing formed say to him that fashioned it, mm-hmm. why have you made me thus? Right. Mm-hmm. Bro, it's another level right. when the thing formed right. says, and why are you created the way that you're yeah. created? Mm-hmm. Well, that's the children of Israel worshiping the golden calf and saying, it, here are the gods right. that brought us out of Egypt. Right. Knowing. You just made this. Knowing all the while. <laughs> You literally right? just made this, and now you're worshiping it and saying this is what brought us out. No, right. you brought that out in right. small pieces. Right. <laughs> and this is your idea. You fashioned it. Isn't that what we do? And that's if we're not careful, that's what we do with form. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Having a form. Form. Mm-hmm. So we form of godliness, mm. but denying the power thereof. Mm. The creator. There's mm. something about our human tendency mm. that we're addicted to form. Yeah. We and and we want it to we want it to be formed how we like it. Mm-hmm. It's true. Mm-hmm. Oh man. True. But really, as an as as a pastor, I don't have the right to form this apostolic church mm. after the fashion of my own desires and likeness. I have to read the manual. And I have to build yep. it how he likes it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not my call. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I can't flip the script and say, oh, it's long hair on men and short hair on women. Mm-hmm. I can't flip the script and say that gender-based dressing is 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 okay. If mm-hmm. we just throw it back and forth. I, I, that's not my script to control. Mm-hmm. You, you see, I, I can't change the narrative that to be born again, mm-hmm. you have to repent of your sins. Be baptized in Jesus' name and receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, evidence of speaking in other tongues. That's not my narrative to control. That's how he formed it. Mm-hmm. So when I get my, my hands involved in trying to tweak it, it really ends up becoming idolatrous. Hmm. How many idolatrous churches do we have? Hmm. I've, I've said this a thousand times. How much could Moses have tweaked the tabernacle from the pattern that he saw in the mountain without it no longer being authentic to what he saw in the mountain? Now you're just creating a tent in the wilderness, not a tabernacle where God meets. I mean, Moses could have made strong arguments that there's zero curb appeal to badger skins. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So let's put a little bit of the gold on the outside. Can't we change it a little? Yeah. But how much can you change it until God goes, your idea, that's your form now. So I'm not going to play, and and the power is denied. Mm-hmm. 
Hmm. You have a form, mm -hmm. but you have no power because God's not coming into that tabernacle experience. We, it's time that we just build it how he likes it, and we follow the pattern and we leave it alone. Stop trying to form God. God's the one that formed us. Mm -hmm. So true. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Now, all of this leads us to verse 13. Mm -hmm. The carpenter stretches a line. He marks it out with a pencil. He shapes uh -huh. it with planes and marks it with a compass. He shapes it into the figure of a man. And he shapes it into the figure of a man. With the beauty of a man to dwell in a house. He cuts down cedars, or he chooses a cypress tree or an oak. Yeah. And lets it grow strong among the trees of the forest. He plants a cedar, and the rain nourishes it. Now look. Here comes intentionality. He's trying to be God. Mm -hmm. He plants a tree, and the rain nourishes it, and it grows. Mm -hmm. So the first thing that we see here is idolatry is never instantaneous. Mm -hmm. It's always process. Mm -hmm. Okay? Mm -hmm. There's an incredible comparison and contrast here with Psalms 1. Yeah. Yeah. Right? The... Uh, the root structure of the righteous man mm -hmm. and the success of the righteous man is, is a process. You don't become... A tree planted. Oh, right. That's right. Yeah. Okay? Mm -hmm. You don't become that overnight. Mm. It takes time. Man... You, you, planted, you, not potted. You, that's another good episode. Yeah. Planted, not potted. You can hear right? Bishop McKillop yeah. preaching that years ago. Yeah. No Absolutely. One, no one's a success overnight. No one's a failure overnight. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Anything that, 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 that comes into fruition overnight can yes. die overnight. Yes, that's right. Okay. Yeah, the, that's the, contrast, mm -hmm. the contrast is grass. Yeah. We're not, we're not called to... Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> it springs up overnight and it withers overnight. Bam. We're not called to be grass. We're called, called to be trees. Mm -hmm. Okay? So in this context... He is intentional in the same way that God is intentional at the beginning of Isaiah chapter 44. I chose you. He goes and plants a cedar. Mm -hmm. The rain nurses it. It grows. Mm -hmm. And there's a statement. Then it becomes fuel for a man. I think a very good question to ask ourselves is what fuels us. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. As a man, what fuels me? Yeah, yeah. As a lady, what fuels you? What what is it that drives you? Now listen, fuel is not wrong. No. You no. need fuel. <clears throat> mm -hmm. there's, there's nothing worse than a lethargic, yeah. uh, lazy, ambitionless... Empty tank... Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. You need fuel. You need fuel. The, the issue is not in fuel. The issue is what he does with the rest. Hmm. Okay. So let, let me say this first. He takes that tree, which is a cedar. He plants it. It grows. There is nothing innately wrong with the cedar. Mm -hmm. It's what you do with the cedar mm -hmm. that determines whether it's good or evil. The scripture says, make the tree mm -hmm. good mm -hmm. 
or make it evil. I know it's speaking of fruit, but Solomon can take cedar trees and Solomon can put it into a temple yes. that houses the glory of God. Mm-hmm. Or an idolater can take the same tree and after it has become fuel for him, fashion it into something that becomes the object of worship rather than that which houses the object of worship. Boom. Boom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same material. Same material. And interestingly enough, God allows the man to use a piece of it to fuel himself. That's right. That's right. What a concept. It is. God never requires you to give it all to the church. No, no, no. Right? Exactly. Never does. He always gives you a part. Yes. But that to doesn't fuel mean, you. That's right. But that doesn't mean you just have it all to do whatever you no. think is best to do with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that man took the tree. He burned it mm-hmm. for heat. He cooked over an open fire with it. There's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with that. Mm-mm. None of those things are innately mm-hmm. evil. They're fine. And in fact, Isaiah gives us gives us quite a quite an accurate mm-hmm. um, depiction. He says half half of it is used for fuel for the man. Mm-hmm. It's not what he done with that portion of it that is a problem. It is what he did with the rest of it mm-hmm. that is problematic. Mm-hmm. Okay, so in anything now, this this is we we're already running out of time here. But let, let me just yeah. let me just throw this in here. Anything that is not innately evil must be managed. That's right. Yep. You have to manage anything. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it's innately good. Mm-hmm. You can pray too much. Mm-hmm. You can pray so much that you lose your job. What? <laughs> okay, I'll back off. So, but you need to pray. It is fuel for a man mm-hmm. and his spiritual condition. Mm. Okay? So when you look at That's so good. When you look at this, let's let's go down through some some examples of this. There's nothing innately wrong with trees. Mm-hmm. You can either put them into a worship housing mm-hmm. structure, mm-hmm. or you can use them to become the object. You can fashion them yep. to become the object of worship. Yep. There's nothing innately wrong with money. Correct. Mm-hmm. Sila. It's the love of money that's wrong, mm-hmm. but money in and of itself can be made either to be good or evil. You pay your tithes with it. You It fuels you. You can't live without it. But what do you do? So, but after you have mm-hmm. paid your bills and mm-hmm. after you have mm-hmm. lived your life, what do you do with the rest? Man, now, I good. know that that might be a concept for some that is foreign because they're not used to having any more money at the end. <laughs> they have the rest <laughs> is, is month, not money. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know what you mean. Okay. Yep. There is nothing wrong with relationships. Mm-hmm. Friendships. Man, we can go down the list. Girlfriends, spouses. Go down the list. Children. Yeah. Parents. Work. Nothing. Work. Okay? You, all of these things are fuel. You need a relationship, and mm-hmm. it's okay 
to pursue that. Mm -hmm. But you can't worship your the, the pursuit of getting a wife or the wife that you get. Mm -hmm. You cannot worship the moment that your job becomes the object of worship rather than something that simply fuels you mm. to invest in mm. the house of worship mm -hmm. is the moment that it crosses the line. Yeah. It's what you do with the rest. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So you need to provide for your own, but you don't have to be a workaholic to do it. That's right. That's right. How about this? Downtime. Yep. A Sabbath. Mm -hmm. Everybody needs to be able to get away. For a few days, that's fuel. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You need to be able to disconnect, mm -hmm. recharge, fill up the tank. But you don't need to get away every weekend. That's right. And you mm -hmm. don't need 52 weeks of vacation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the Sabbath was introduced as just that. Okay, you've worked. Now, take a break. But if it's all take a break, <laughs> that doesn't work either. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Playing a little golf's not a problem. Well, come on, somebody. Uh, Ooh. <sighs> Pastor McKillop just said, <laughs> can I have your attention, please? Playing golf is not a problem. <laughs> can you hear me? In the back. In the balcony. <laughs> Playing golf is not a problem. I repeat. Okay, we're done. Unless your pastor says it is. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, I know what you're Playing saying. basketball is fine, yeah, but, yeah. but bro, you got married last year. Yeah. And playing basketball four nights a week is now a problem. She's going to have something to say about that. Right? Mm -hmm. It's it's not... A little bit of mm -hmm. fuel is okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's what you do with the rest where you become... Yeah. That guy that's cutting down the tree, and once you've warmed yourself, fed yourself, provided for those you're responsible for, mm. then you begin fashioning and forming mm. something that you give equality to God with. Mm -hmm. God. And that's where it leaves the rails. Hmm. That's where it leaves the rails. So good. So in show prep, so good. Uh, before we run out of time, you were talking about prophecy. Yeah. Right. Do you want to hit that? Yeah. Yeah. So let, let me just set it with this. Mm -hmm. what, you, what, what is important here mm -hmm. is that idolatry is formed out of leftovers. Yes. Wow. Listen to that. Hmm. Wow. Idolatry is formed out of the stuff left after you have fueled. And that's where you get messed who up. Who you are. And so, that's where you get messed up. So it's not always the first initial intent, is what you're saying. Right. It's the afterthought or the right. byproduct, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's the lack of managing what's left, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's why you I've, fall into it. Yeah. I've got to throw that in even about technology, yeah. uh, internet you usage, phones, yeah. that we need them. There's, a good, there, 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 there's, there, there's part of it that's fuel mm -hmm. for who I am. I cannot do what I do without... Mm -hmm. Without it, mm -hmm. but bro, the the line between mm -hmm. it being fuel for me <laughs> and it becoming an idol that I fashion is an invisible line. Yep, and I can cross it pretty quick. Mm -hmm. Pretty quick. Mm -hmm. Just go ahead and check how many hours a day you spend on your phone. Yeah, this is exactly right. And get back to me. Oh man, that's I failed that one. That's a wake up call. Yikes. This so good. 
So it's up to us to make so sure good. that what fuels us doesn't cross that line into idolatry. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Or let me say it this way. It's up to us to make sure that what fuels us doesn't become what consumes us. Yep. Yeah, that's good. Yep. Yep. And I know we can't go there right now, but this is very applicable to business as well. Yeah, this great point. What do you mean? Very applicable. No, just the whole, like, in the business world, you can you can easily, uh, I think, chase your dreams, your visions, your whatever it may be, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's what you do with what's left. Mm-hmm. It can become your own mm-hmm. mountaintop, if you will, mm-hmm. if you're not careful with what's left. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. Right. Yeah. Well, and then at that point, again, I mean, we can just continue down this, but at that point... I got this, but I lost this Yeah, mm-hmm. in the process. Right. Mm-hmm. So this can be relationships. This can be relationships <laughs> oh, with your yeah. wife, spouse, right. children, God. Right. Mm-hmm. But I got this high ground, you mm-hmm. know? And so back to what I said a few moments ago, yeah. everything that is not innately evil, if it's innately evil, get it out. Right. Mm-hmm. Everything that is not innately evil demands that you manage it. So you extract out of it what fuels you, and then you make sure the rest doesn't consume you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay? So to your point, this even fits into ministry. Mm-hmm. Paul wrote to the church in 2 Corinthians, I will spend and be spent mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for you. Mm-hmm. Okay? So I will consume, but I will burn. <laughs> yep. Yep. For you. And to your point on the prophetic, and 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 we see this 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 segregation from doctrinal authenticity mm-hmm. when we look at the prophetic. Mm-hmm. So first Corinthians chapter thirteen mm-hmm. and verse number nine. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part. But when the perfect comes, the partial will pass away. I'm in ESV here. Let me switch it up for you. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part. Mm-hmm. But when that which is perfect is come, in KJV, yes. then that which is in part shall be done away. Verse 12, he goes on to say, For now we see through a glass darkly, but yep. then... Face to face. Face to face. Now I know in part. In part. But then shall I know even as also but I But then... But then, there's elements of the prophetic, and this 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 ha- is multidimensional. What I'm talking about right now, it can even be the prophetic in the sense of what God is revealing for a specific person, ministry, church. Mm-hmm. For sure, it can refer to the prophetic in the sense of eschatological ap- application and implication, mm-hmm. where we are looking with the pieces that he gave us mm-hmm. and it's fuel to us. Right. Right. But it's what we do with the rest mm-hmm. that determines whether or not we maintain doctrinal accuracy. Mm-hmm. Preterism yeah. is, is the stepchild of what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. It's taking the parts and the pieces mm-hmm. and using it for fuel to become something that consumes you. This is just intriguing to me because we've talked 
and you you know it's it's booted around all the time in discussion you know xyz person man you know they what you know if they're into false doctrine or something and you know well at one time they were so yeah they were so by the book you know they had it you know were yeah. were they wrong all the time no they weren't it's like right. they all of a sudden got into something you know it's like what just happened kind of thing yeah and this to me speaks to that how they used it as fuel and then they went beyond and it consumed them yes it consumed them so this this fits every level okay we we mentioned this and and i know we're wrapping up but we mentioned this in in pre-show prep it's where conspiracy kicks it Mm -hmm. yes yes totally same thing you have a piece of the story and you have a preferred outcome Mm -hmm. and you build a bridge from the part that fuels you Mm -hmm. and it really becomes something that consumes people Mm mm-hmm yeah, and then in the end product is they're so far off the rails into stuff. It's like because, man, but 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 they're consumed with finding out yeah. that government secret that what whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And you know what? There may be a degree of of, of validity to it, mm-hmm. but there's it's always what you do with the rest that determines. So a, a, a successful life, naturally, spiritually, relationally, economically. On every level, the, a, a, a successful life is all about balancing what fuels you mm-hmm. and keeping it from consuming you. So it affects how you read scripture, it's doctrine, it's prophecy, it's 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 everything that we do. We cannot allow what we do with the rest to become idolatrous in nature there's nothing wrong with planting cedar trees Mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong with the rain growing it but we got to keep our hands off of the fashioning process Hmm. after it has fueled Mm -hmm. us let's lug it to the church and let's invest it in the kingdom of god Mm -hmm. and let's invest it in a structure that houses god rather than something that becomes a god in and of itself i don't want to be consumed by something that fueled me.